Hello guys and welcome, welcome to, to Happy, Happy Single, Single Mums. Are you really just going to copy everything I'm saying? Yes! <laughs> Hello guys and welcome to Happy Single Mums, a podcast surrounding real single mummy life, talking about subjects from self-doubt to business to baby father drama, sex and loneliness. I want to ask real questions to my guests about real single mummy life. Can you really be happy? And can you be happy as a mum in general? Every episode will deliver the best hard-hitting topics surrounding mummy life and the innate goal to try and find real happiness. So here's your host, me, Khalifa. This episode we are going to be exploring the F word. Yes, guys, forgiveness. <laughs> I have always struggled with forgiveness and really letting stuff go. I strongly believe that we don't understand what it means to truly forgive. For me, I would say that I forgave someone. And when I saw the person, the offense would just arise and I'll start thinking of witty ways to insult them if they ever came at me again. One of the biggest reasons for me I had to learn how to forgive was because of my ex. Um, there was a particular day when my son came into my room and he looked just like his father. And I honestly felt like, how can the one person that I love look like the one person I hated? I needed to figure it out as soon as possible. But I spent so many years in anger and disappointment that unforgiveness became my friend. I needed to let it go. So I feel like unforgiveness is such a magnificent topic and it's something that we really need to delve into. So my guest today, Asana, she's a psychotherapist in training, a mother of three who is passionate about supporting mums who feel stuck after having children. She helps them discover their purpose and overcome limiting beliefs to create a work-life balance that works for them and their families. So, Asana, I just want to thank you so much for being my guest today. Um, please let the audience know a little bit about yourself. Hi. Um, thank you so much, um, Khalifa, for this invitation. Yes. Um, so, as you said, as you introduced me, I'm Asana. I'm a psychotherapist in training. I'm a mama of three boys. And, yeah, I'm passionate about life. I'm passionate about um women mothers and passionate about families awesome like what's your relationship with forgiveness then um I think I've had a really interesting um relationship with forgiveness I think you know in my early life as a child as a young adult I found it really easy to forgive you know because I thought I'm a good person so the right thing to do is to forgive right however as I've gotten older and, you know, my understanding of the world has um, evolved. I find it a lot more difficult to forgive. I now have to make a conscious decision to, to forgive. So what's the biggest misconception people have surrounding forgiveness? That when you forgive the other person, it benefits them and that you're hurting them by not forgiving them and holding a grudge. I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions. The truth is, you know, when we forgive, the forgiver benefits the most because you know the forgiver are releasing the pain um frustration emotions that are attached to that memory and when you are holding on to 
forgiveness, you keep on thinking about the memory and relive it over and over again. You know, in psychology, this is called rumination. It's a habit, you know, rumination is a habit of ruminating, you know, on, on a thought over and over again. And it can be quite dangerous for your mental health. Okay, because do you know what? Recently, I watched a TED talk. Um, it's a lady was called Sarah Montana, I believe. It, um, she went. The TED talk was called "The Real Risk of Forgiveness and yes. Why It's Worth It." And um, basically, a man had killed her mum and her dad, and she ended up forgiving him. She went on to say that um, she wrote him a letter after finding out that he was in solitary confinement for twenty three hours a day. He was only seventeen, I believe. Wow. She um said that um forgiveness or the unforgiveness um kind of drove her crazy mm-hmm. and it was like a still hook of trauma because she carried this guy that killed her parents around with her everywhere she went kind of thing and I really enjoyed her TED talk especially because she went on to mention that um the bible just says for example forgive and it doesn't really give you like a blueprint on on how to go about it it's kind of like the you know like the Nike advert Mm -hmm. just do it (laughs) and it's it's crazy because um there's 62 passages in the bible that mention forgive and 22 that talk about forgiveness Mm -hmm. and not a single one really delves into why it's um so important to to forgive why you know why it why it's so beneficial yes I mean I I love that you mentioned the bible I mean for me like what comes to mind you know in relation to forgiveness is um love is the key to forgiveness so in first Corinthians um 13 it says love is love is patient love is kind it does not envy it does not boast it is not proud it does not dishonor others it is not self-seeking it is not easily angered it keeps no record of wrong and love does not delight in evil but rejoice with truth it always protects always trusts always hope always um, persevere so for me you know love is kind meaning you know when someone does something wrong to you offensive yeah Yeah. you're choosing to respond from a place of kindness like you can you know if someone does something offensive you can choose to do the worst but you know controlling you know love is actually like you know what I'm not going to treat you the way you deserve to be treated I'm going to choose to love you and sometimes you can choose to love someone from a distance it doesn't mean that they still have to be in your life you can still love them but it yeah. doesn't mean that they have to have like personal access to you. You can love them from a distance. And if you see them and if they need yeah. help, you know, you help them. Yeah, I think like, yeah, forgiveness is ultimately designed to set you free. So you're no longer holding the people in captive, like no no chains, That's no it. prisoners, really. No prisoners, mm. because when you're holding people prisoner, imagine you have the keys, you know. And yeah, exactly. You're just dragging so, that around with you wherever you go. Yeah. So how do you like pinpoint where people still have issues as a psychotherapist with forgiveness when you're counseling them, for example? What what exercises do you do you have that people could use? Okay, so one exercise I would use with a client is the timeline exercise. So this oh, helps, nice. um so basically the timeline exercise helps to um give the client a bird's eye view of their life. So basically, um, a a timeline will help the client to see the positive and the negative shift along the way on a single trajectory of your life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you'll put the timeline on paper and it's an opportunity to um, identify really important information about your life and your past. Um, There are many benefits to the timeline exercise. Um, You know, the the benefits are finding, you know, 
sorry, one of the benefits is understanding your experiences, you know, better and how mm. you respond to certain experiences in your life. So the timeline is just like a so the beginning of your life to where you are at at the moment and right. just you delve in between that's awesome I think that a lot of couples should actually do that bearing in mind if it's like an, a forgiveness exercise you can actually pinpoint where there might have been an offense where there might have been a breakdown in communication of course, of where course. there might have been some sort of resentment because yes. I always find it funny how like when we were kids you know like maybe like a boy would push us over in the playground you know and we as he as as children we're so forgiving like even when I tell Mm. my son off for example in under two minutes he's got his arms out ready to embrace me but as children someone will push you over maybe like a boy that likes you and then you go and get like a little flower and go and give it to the bully you know but as adults we hold so many things like (laughs) it's so amazing even for, for me as um like I said, I had issues with my son's dad. When my son started looking like him, I I just knew that I needed to to let all the resentment go. And I'll never forget there was a particular day I went to, um, I had a fashion show, yeah? And I it was only by the grace of God I managed to do this fashion show because I had zero funds. <laughs> and um, after the fashion show, me and my friends, because um, it was such an amazing event, um, so we went to a club to go and celebrate. And I was there, like, enjoying myself and dancing and just being happy. And um, as I was dancing, I just felt like there was someone staring at me. Do you know that's kind of, you just have that impression, the heat. <laughs> so mm-hmm. as I turned around now, I saw my son's dad and I hadn't seen him in years, you know, and he looked so upset um, to see me for some reason. And I waved at him because I didn't even realize, but I had let it go, the anger and the animosity. Mm. And that's the thing about forgiveness. It's like drinking poison mm-hmm. and expecting the other person to 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 be affected and right. I honestly I don't know whether people are, are Christians or not Christians but I honestly had a, like an impression in my heart that God said do you know what every time you see this person that has hurt you so much you're going to be rejoicing all this time I was so upset so angry and he's living his life I'm living my life but I when I saw him he saw that I was happy you know and that's the thing that forgiveness is just letting the other person live their life mm. and letting letting them go so mm-hmm. like why do you honestly think that we are not taught how to forgive? Because I honestly believe that we're not, although you, as a psychotherapist, you have, you can pinpoint yes. um, the forgiveness spectrum, but why mm-hmm. are we not taught how to forgive? Like the actual steps, why do you think that is? I, you know, as you mentioned, you know, as a child, we are taught to forgive because, you know, when our kids do something wrong, you, you, or if someone does something wrong to our kids, their friends or their brothers or, you know, sisters, we usually say to them, you know, you need to forgive them. You know, and That's they forgive true, yeah. very quickly. However, as you get older, it becomes a lot more challenging. I think as you get mm. older, you understand justice, right? And when someone does something that is unjust to you or to someone closer to you, you hold them to that mm. standard. And then it can become really difficult to forgive them because you're like, no, I deserve justice. But just you, you can still get just justice, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't forgive. You should still practice forgiveness on a daily basis. That is very, very true. So so you, you've given us, have you got any other practical steps that people can take for forgiveness? So you've got the timeline. Yes. Um, yes, yeah, so I've, um, I've shared the timeline. Um, I'd also, you know, if someone's really, really struggling with unforgiveness, I would suggest writing a letter. So you oh, write wow. a letter um, to the person. Um, you don't okay. have to post a letter. You write it for yourself. You get every single thing down on that letter, emotions, you know, everything that you feel. 
you know, write it down on the let, um, on, write it down in the letter. You can then decide to um, go to a river, throw the letter in a river, or you could rip it to shreds. You know, it's totally up to you. Up but to just, you. just you know, the you know having the chance to write it down. That's actually quite therapeutic. Mm. And um, another exercise um, I would recommend is gratitude. So you practice gratitude daily. So wow. if every single yeah. day you wake up and you spend the first five minutes, you know, listing the things that you're grateful for in life, it could yeah. be even the most I, simplest thing. It's like, you, you, you know, eventually you, you realize that holding on forgiveness, you know, is actually holding you back from being grateful and thankful for life. That is so, so true. So is there any advice you'd give anyone for um, if they're still having difficulties with resentment, for example, even if they've, after they've done the, the practical steps, if you've got any advice, it's any, any advice for them? Um, yeah, that practice forgiveness, you know, it will literally, it will set you free. You know, for awesome. me personally, you know, if I'm holding on forgiveness towards someone, I don't have any peace. And my peace is so important. That so, is so, so true. And, and I would say that to, to other people. Your peace is important. Guard your peace. Protect your peace. Learn to forgive, even if it's hard. You know, practice yeah. it on a daily basis. And before you know it, you don't... You would get there. Talking, up, talking about peace, um, what, did, what, what effects do you think unforgiveness has on your body? Wow. Um, yeah, according to research, um, you know, cancer, so 61% of um, cancer patients have forgiveness issue. What? And, yeah, 61%. They did a research and um, suppress anger. So people often get angry for no reason. And they have issues um, associated with um, unfor- unforgiveness. And unforgiveness can affect your um, self-esteem. Um, um, yourself, um, acceptance, um, bitterness, unforgiveness increases the risk of um, depression, you know, constant worrying um, increases the risk of um, sleep deprivation and anxiety, you know, blood pressure, heart wow. disease. Yeah, so um, unforgiveness, you know, can really affect your health, your physical health and your mental health. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, I would say, sis, it, it's not worth it. <laughs> It's not worth it, sis. You need to sort out that F word. Yeah. But do you know, like Nelson Mandela, for example, I feel like he's like the poster boy of forgiveness. Whenever you think about forgiveness, you just automatically think about him. And I know that his famous speech that forgiveness liberates the soul. It removes fear. That's Mm -hmm. why it's such a powerful weapon. Like forgiveness is a weapon. And bearing in mind, you've just said that it affects our bodies. Like cancer. What? I actually did not know that. But bear in mind I did say earlier like unforgiveness is for like drinking poison mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and expecting the other person to hurt so yeah maybe that that yeah so all that built up resentment one question I haven't actually asked you is so in we've discussed forgiving other people mm-hmm. how do you forgive yourself because there are certain things that I've done in my past and I'm like oh my mm. god like how do you forgive yourself like past mistakes like in regards to the practical um, steps that you've said yeah how yeah do you, do you implement that on yourself or are there any other things that you can do in regards to forgiving yourself for the silly decisions that you've made? Maybe you've yes. cussed a woman out at Tesco or something. <laughs> like. mm. Yes. 
So I think forgiveness for yourself is important. You know, um, you need to learn to be kinder to yourself. I think sometimes, you know, we might find it easier to forgive others, you know, but, you know, we actually have to practice forgiving ourselves. Practice, Mm. you know, yes, definitely. And I think one of the the, the first, um, you know, stage in forgiving yourself is to have an awareness that actually you're holding yourself to a higher standard than, you know, other people. You know, so it's having that awareness and accepting that, okay, yes, I may have done wrong. Yes, you know, but actually, do you deserve to continue punishing yourself? You know, no, you don't. So you have to make that decision to forgive yourself. And sometimes it it will take a while. So you have to do it on a consistent basis. That is very true. There's a famous speech. um, I think the lady's name is Najwa Zabain. And she says, um, today I decide to forgive you, not because you Mm apologise or because you acknowledged the pain you've caused me, but because my soul deserves peace. I love that. I think that is so, so powerful. Um, Can can a relationship between lovers, friends or colleagues... continue the same way if forgiveness has not been attained um I think that will be really really difficult I think you know if if you continued it will eventually get to a stage well where it will erupt if unforgiveness is still there so I think it's not worth the stress it's not worth mm-hmm. the stress you know if that is true. if if you know you're 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 holding on forgiveness or your friend you know is holding on forgiveness towards you I think it's important to um, acknowledge it and to have a conversation about it and then make that decision that informed decision whether you want to go forward or not but to hold it against someone it's 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 yeah. like a, a, so so a, a sickness yeah so when you actually do forgive someone does the relationship have to go back to the way things were for example let's just say like a, a um a, a woman's facing domestic violence mm-hmm. and she forgives her partner does she have to go back to the way things were like how when, what happens after you do forgive even if the person acknowledges or doesn't acknowledge you forgive yourself mm-hmm. does it have to go back to the same way um I think you know one of the important stage in forgiveness is closure so the individual can then decide if you want you know to have that person in your life or not so just because you forgive them doesn't mean that you have to have those people in your life that person you can decide to to let them go you know that is and I think that's the biggest misconception with forgiveness is that if I forgive you you have to have them back into your life they have to be in I don't know like I feel like sometimes it's like a house maybe someone was in your room Mm -hmm. and um they've done something to offend you so mm-hmm. you've kicked them out of the house mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you've forgiven them and it's like oh no they want to come back into the house but they don't have to come into the room they could just stay in the garden of course, you know of they're course, still there course. you've forgiven them yes. but they don't have to come back into no. the inner courts you yes. know where where you were vulnerable yes. kind of thing I think that's the and biggest mis- and I think that's why a lot of people don't actually forgive mm-hmm. because they feel like they have to let that person back into the core when they can just leave them in the outside like look you've offended me you can stay in out out there mm-hmm. but I will no longer let you affect me on a on a day-to-day basis <clears throat> you know um where can people find you yes um I'm active on well I'm, I'm becoming more active on social media so on oh, Instagram nice. you can find me it's fine I'm getting more active myself Isana Alori. you can find me on Instagram and um yeah and also um to anyone who's listening if you've struggled with unforgiveness and you you know you feel like you know 
you need support, I'd say, you know, get a counsellor, get a therapist. You know, it's not always as expensive as you think. You know, there's lots no. of um, websites um, online where, you know, you can actually find a therapist. You know, let's say someone's from an ethnic background, you might be hesitant to speak to someone from a different background because you think maybe they, they won't understand you or where you're coming from. Um, yeah. they, they are therapists. There's a black ther- um, black counselling or black therapist Why, why do you think it... Why do you think it is that a lot of ethnic minorities don't actually go and go and seek counsel? Um, basically, why is there such a taboo I, ar- I surrounding it? It could be like cultural, um, just cultural t- taboos. You know, where you keep your business to yourself. You know, and I think mm. that can have such a negative impact on an individual. You know, and I think it's important to 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 learn to to speak to train um, counselors, train um, therapists about you know issues that that might have surfaced in your life or or areas that you're struggling with. That is so true. Well, um, in conclusion, guys, um, like Gandhi says, (laughs) only the strong can forgive. And I strongly believe that as a Christian myself, we sin against God every day. So why do we hold people on such a high moral standard you know we are all basically imperfect there is a japanese art called kintusi i don't know whether i'm pronouncing that right but kin means golden Mm -hmm. and tusi means joining so the they to join gold basically and this japanese practice is putting broken pottery pieces back together with pure gold built on the idea that it's you em- you're embracing flaws and imperfections, you can create an even stronger, more beautiful piece of art. So this is what I believe forgiveness is like. Um, you become stronger by just placing forgiveness in the broken pieces of you, you know? So I honestly believe that people, whoever's listening to this, learn how to forgive and acknowledge that forgiveness is hard. It's a hard road and it doesn't happen overnight. You know, I think that it doesn't happen immediately. And like Asana, my wonderful guest has said that if you do need assistance, if you do need to chat, please do not be ashamed because, you know, it's, it's, it's life is hard. And especially Mm. being a mom, especially even being a single mom, it's hard to forgive, you know, so acknowledge that, embrace that, and just know that there is light at the end of the tunnel, you know? So, well, guys, you have been listening to Happy Single Moms. I want to thank you again for my wonderful guest, Asana. Please follow her on social media and reach out to her as well if you ever want to talk. And make make sure you share this with your friends and family. It's a new venture for me as well. And follow me on social media. My name is Khalifa and Josiah on social media. And you've been listening to Happy Single Moms. Please DM me if you ever want to chat and have a magnificent day. Take care and make sure you sort out the F word this year. (laughs) Bye.